Perak Aleph, Mishnah Yud Gimel. Mishnah Yud Gimel is actually taught in Sechta Gittin. It can be found in Perak Dalad Mishnah Hey over there. And uh, it's the exact same Mishnah, of course. And we'll be discussing the laws of an Evid Kanani who is Chetzu Evid Chetzu Ben Choran. He's a half Evid and half Ben Choran, says the Mishnah. Mi Shechetzu Evid Chetzu Ben Choran. You have an Evid Kanani who is half slave, half free. How is that possible? For example, the Evid Kanani belonged to two Shutf and two partners. One of them freed him, one of them didn't. So he's a half Evid, half Ben Choran. Or he belonged to one person. The Kiblo Rabba Machtetama, and the master received payments for half of his value from the Eved. So therefore, Vishikr Chetzav Osamadam, he freed half of him with the money the Eved paid him, but the other half of him he kept. So says the Mishnah, and so in both of these examples, he's still a Chetzi Eved, Chetzi Ben Choren. Says the Mishnah like this, Over this Rabbo Yom Echad, Vis Asmo Yom Echad, Divabes Hillel. Says Beis Hillel, what does this guy do? This Evid will serve his master one day, and then have one day off, because he's a half Evid, half Ben Choren. Shal Yedekach, by doing so, Nimza Evid Chetzer B'Shus Rabo, V'Chetzer B'Shus Asmo, he's half in the domain of his master, half in, in, in his own domain. Amalem Beishil, Amalem Beishamai, Beishamai respond to Beis Hillel. Tikantem Es Rabo, you know, you're worried about the master, that he shouldn't lose. But Ves Atol Tikantem, however, the Evid himself, you didn't fix him up, he cannot marry a Shivcha Kananis, because he's, he's also Ben Choren. And Ben Choren is also to marry Shivcha Kananis. So then Lisa Bas Choren marry a regular free woman? No, and he can't. Why? Because he's Chetzio Eved. And Eved's forbidden to marry Bas Choren. Let him not get married. How could that be? The whole world was created for Periyat Verivya, to be fruitful and multiply. And to multiply here in the world, as it says, as it says, Hashem did not create the land so that it be empty from uh, inhabitants. Rather, Hashem created it so that people be fruitful and have children and, and, and multiply here on this earth. So what do you do? It says, in order for tikkun olam, in order that the eved does not stop from having children, we force his master to make him into a complete ben choren gummer. Then the eved will write to his to his master a star al chati damav. write a star that he owes him half of his value. If he might, whatever he be you know, worth in the marketplace, that he's going to pay him that value. In this way, you know, we force the master to let him go free. The Evid has to pay the master for that uh, portion that's going to be freed now, so he's totally free. The Evid will pay for it. But we force the master against his will to let the Evid go free for Tikkun Olam, so the Evid just doesn't you know, get stuck and never get married. And based on that response, Bishamay said to Beishelal, again, Chazru Beishelal retracted and to rule like Beishamay, they accepted Beishamay's opinion, like we've seen in the previous Mishnayas, that despite, despite Beishelal's uh, position, they saw the MS was with Beishamay, and they retracted to go like Beishamay, they didn't get stuck up with their ego, they went for the MS, and therefore, they humbled themselves and went like Beishamay. At Mishnah Yodalad, we open up with a brief introduction with regards to a mace, which is matame through Tumas Ohel, it says, So we darshan out, the Cham darshan out, that we're talking about a Kli Cheres, an earthenware Kaili. The Lacha is with regards to Tumas Ohel. We have a mace, 
resting in an oil, in a tent, or any kind of structure surrounding the mace, everything in that tent, in that space, that's enclosed with the mace inside of it, becomes tummy out of tumas oil. Even if you're not touching the actual mace, the tumma spreads because it's an enclosed area and will make tummy everything inside of that oil. However, Kli Kharis and Earthware Kali is an exception. She'ena Mikabal Tumma Migabai, Kli Kharis cannot become tummy from its outside by, uh, by touching its outside, only from its inside. Meaning, So, if the Kli Kharis has an opening, to this kli, you know, it's a pot and the lid is off, then the tumah can transfer inside the kli and then make a tummy. Because again, kli chayres cannot become tummy from its outside, it comes tummy from its inside. So if the kli has an opening, the tumah will transfer will, will transfer into the opening and make the kli tummy. If the kli chayres is totally sealed, then it's tar, even though it's in this oil along with the mace. Since it's sealed, it can only become tummy from the inside and the inside is covered up. So then it will become, it will remain tar. So the mission is discussed now that what happens when we have a klicharis, which is sealed, and inside the kli, you've got other kalim or other ma'acham, other foods. Will it protect that which is inside of it as well or not? Says the Mishnah. Klicharis matzil al hakal. If you have a klicharis, which is tar, it's currently tar. Hamukav tzamed pasal, and it is totally sealed. It's got a good tight seal on it. Since, as we said, a klicharis is not makabotumah from its outside, so mugin who I'll call mashubatoku will protect everything inside of it. Not only does it remain tahar, but it will protect anything inside of it as well. For example, you have a chavis tahira, you have a uh, barrel which is tar, barrel made of charis that's inside an oil with a mace. And inside the barrel, there's food, there's eichlem, there's kalim shinem, there's a, a wooden kli or a metal kli. There's a seal on top of the klicheres. Everything inside of this kli remains tar. Because a klicheres tar is chotet, provides a chatzitza, barrier, before the tumah. This is the opinion of Beis Hillel that hold klicheres is a matzal bin al eichlem, mashkim bin al kalem, it doesn't matter what's inside of the klicheres. Whether there's food, whether there's drink, whether there's all kinds of kalem inside the klicheres, it will protect it. It will remain tar as well as that which is inside of it. As we mentioned, it's totally sealed, and the tumah cannot transfer it into the klicharis. No, it will only protect the eichlim, the mashkim, and other klicharis that are inside this klicharis. That it will, that it will protect from the tumah. But the other kalim that may be found in this klicharis, say so you have a metal fork or a glass cup in this klicharis, they will become tameh. Why are the other kalim tummy? Because anything found by an amaretz, whether it's kalim, whether it's eichlim or mashkim, they all have a chazaka of being tummy. Why? Because amaretz is not, he doesn't know the lachas of tummy and tara. And he thinks that which is tummy is tar. And therefore, if this klicheres is found in the hands of an amaretz, we give it a chazaka that it's tummy. And once we give the chazak that is tamay, if it ain't kli if the kli itself is tamay, it will not provide a shield, it will not provide a chatzitza from the tumma inside this oil to protect that which is inside of it. If it ain't no matzah al it will not protect that which is inside of it. And the ag of klicheres shall amaretz, gazu al klicheres bechlal, avilu bechatzkas tar. So therefore, this kli, which is going to be tamay now, will not protect that which is inside of it. 
You just said that this kli is going to protect the food and drink inside of it. And if this kli has a chazaka of, ta- of being tamay, kezeru matzah hazeh, protecting the food and drink inside of it. When we said the ochel and mashka, which is inside this kli, is tar, it's la'as motihanu. We said for the amaret himself, it's going to be tar. But not for a chavar who is scrupulous and careful in the laws of Tumavatara, and he's careful on them. And therefore, he's not going to go ahead and use Eichlem Umashkem from an Amaretz. For the Amaretz, yeah, it's tar. But for a chavar, no. For a chavar, it will be tame. And the chavar is not going to use the Eichlem Umashkem from the Amaretz, because he knows the Amaretz is not careful. As well, in a show in Klicheres, a chavar will not borrow a Klicheres from the Amaretz. Because he cannot be matar from its tumah. Because you can the only way to make a klicheres, which is tummy tahar, is by breaking it and rebuilding it. So he's not going to borrow the klicheres. Therefore, we can make tahar, the food, and the drink, and the klicheres inside this klicheres. Why? Because we're only making a tar for the amaretz. Sheim who be the amaretz is the hands of the amaretz. The only people that will use it is the Amaretz and no one else. So for him, we made a tar. But for the Chavar, we're making a tummy. Aval, however, when you Beisilal or Matar, the Kli or Matar, the other Kalim inside the Klicheres, aside from the Klicheres, you said that the metal inside is tar. You said that the glass inside is tar. You were Matar, both for the Chavar and the Amaretz together. These are called Kli Shatif. The metal and the glass are called klishatev. Klishatev means to rinse. Since it's possible to just dip them in the mikvah and to remove their tumma, make them tar. So these kalim, the chavar, is ruggled to borrow them from the amaretz. Because when he, when he receives them, he'll dip them in the mikvah and use them. He has no worries. And we're not concerned that maybe he'll say, you know, the kalim became tummy from tumas hames. If they became tummy from tumas hames, they need the haza from the me'e for hapara, they would need the spritching from the uh, water of the ashes of the paraduma on the third and seventh day from when they became tame. They require uh, another step to make them properly tar. Dipping the mikvah alone does not suffice. So that we're not concerned. Because an Amaris is believed to say that they did not become tame from Tumasamis. Yes, when a chavar borrows something from an Amaris, he has to assume it's tame, dip it in the mikvah, and then use it. But we're not concerned that it became tame from Tumasamis. They have to start using the me'efarapara, because that the Amaris is believed to tell the chavar if the item became tame from Tumasamis or not. So what's going to happen here is like this now. If we say that a klicheres is a matzah that will protect the klishatif, the metal and the glass that are inside of it, when the chavar comes to borrow from the Amaretz, these kalim, the Amaretz will say, they did not become tummy from Tumas Ames. Because he's going to think that the klicheres is tar, it protected them. And then the chavar will just borrow those items, dip them in the mikvah alone, and not give a proper tahara to it. Why? Because really these kalim became tummy from all Ames. Because the klicheres did not protect the, these kalim inside of it from Tumas Ames. Who said that the Amaris for himself, he believes it's tar. For him it's tar. But for, the Amma, for, for, for a chavar, we said we're giving the status of being tame. Therefore, we'll not provide a proper chatzitza, and therefore these items really did become tame from Tumas Ames. And the chavar is going to go ahead, he's going to dip it in the mikvah alone, but he won't use the me'efer para, me, para from para duma. He will not give a proper tahara process to these kalim. 
And this Takala, this mishap is going to come out of this. So when Bishil heard that, the Chazu Bishil heard that the Bishamai, they were attractive in the Psak. Here you see they ruled like Bishamai, that a Klicheris, which is sealed, it will only protect the food, the drink, and the Klicheris inside of it, items that anyways the Chavar is not going to borrow, to avoid the Takala that we just mentioned. If a metal or glass key that are inside this Klicheris, to maim him, they will become Tamei, and Bishil agreed to base Shamai. And with that we conclude, uh, the first parak over here.